0: and teach you how to experience God's best in every area of your life.
1: You know, I think that we take things for granted. We take Faith Christian Center for granted. Sue and I were watching a documentary the other night, and I don't have the exact year, but this was about the time when Columbus came over and discovered North America. Thomas Linacre... And uh, let me see who he was. Well, I take too much time. When, they, when he first saw the Catholic New Test, when he first saw the translation of the New Testament from the Greek into the, the common language, he wrote either this is not the gospel or we are not christians now see there's something here you take for granted at faith christian center and that is this we just go by the word Amen. you know they in the in the creeds of the early christian church they called it sola scriptura that's it so we're not going by some denomination we're not going by theories, ideas, just the word. And then you've seen me turn like on giving to the poor. I was sitting back here before a service and I was reading in Isaiah because I, I got here early, had time to kill. And I, when Austin and Christina, when Austin and uh, Sue showed up, I said, I was taught wrong. And just like that turned and every Friday since we've been sending money out to ministries that emphasize the poor, I'll, t- I'll change. I'll turn on a dime because I intend to be right. Amen. Do you understand? Amen. So just the word. Amen. And that's why Paul, I think, said, follow me as I follow Christ. But what, what is our creed and what is our code and what is our source? It's the written word word of God and I made a mistake today I was went on social media and I was looking up some preachers it, it's a bunch of nothing it's a bunch of pablum you know it's like I mean if I, if I were going to say some positive motivational attitude stuff at least I'd know how to do it <laughs> it'd be like W. Clement Stone level or Napoleon Hill level but stuff that it's just gibberish doesn't even make sense And even when you watch these guys on TV, they'll give you one half of one verse, but they won't tell you where it is. Don't get tired of us. There's a reason we do what we do. There's a reason we give you chapter and verse. So you can go home or five years later, you can watch the app and you can open up your Bible and find out, do we know what we're talking about? Did we make this up or is it actually there? Amen. Tell your neighbor, Pastor didn't, your Pastor didn't write your Bible. Tell the neighbor on the other side, uh, Austin, didn't write your Bible. Austin didn't write your Bible. And so we're doing our best to faithfully teach the Word of God as it was taught to us, but also from the written Word of God. And I think that this is on my mind because a workman at the house. <laughs> Called me a brother in Christ. And as I've reflected on that, it's a total, absolute heartbreak because he has nothing. He he and it's it's not because he's not a good guy. It's because he doesn't know anything. See, he doesn't go to church, he doesn't read his Bible. He's he's not plugged in anywhere where he can be taught. And it's been on my mind for days. How many millions across the land are defeated and there's no reason for it? They're sick and there's no reason for it. They live in lack and some of them in poverty and there's no reason for it. It's really to me a heartbreak. It's really, really a heartbreak, and so, uh, you know, one thing he mentioned. He said, "Well, I, he couldn't afford this, couldn't afford that." See, Proverbs eighteen twenty one: death and life are in the power of the tongue. And but it, but if if somebody hasn't been taught that, they don't know that. Amen. If somebody hasn't been in a place where they heard Proverbs eighteen twenty one and been taught the meaning of Proverbs eighteen twenty one. well, how, how could they change their speech? How, how could they make it work for them instead of work against them? And a lot, of, a lot of life is this way. Amen. A lot of life is this way. You know, we live in a land of complaining. Why, we, we live in a land that is so ridiculous. A princess can come from another place a rich, 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 rich princess and go on TV and do nothing but complain. We live in such a ridiculous culture. The richest black woman on on the planet, the richest woman on the planet who happens to be black. All she can do is complain. I mean, if I was the richest anything, (laughs) I don't think I'd be complaining. I think I'd be saying, you know, thank Jesus. You know, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. (laughs) You know, I mean, and people don't even, they just don't understand history because until the Industrial Revolution there was no way for a human being to rise and change their economic status except perhaps through valor in the military and that would depend on which country because there were certain countries if you really were valiant and you were very successful then they would reward you but not all countries did that some but my point is until the industrial revolution if you were born a peasant you died a peasant if you were born poor you died poor do you understand? If you were born without land, you died without land. So it's only been the last few hundred years. This is astounding. But people aren't taught. It's only been the last few hundred years that people could apply themselves and change economic levels. It's, it's an unbelievable gift that has been handed to us,, Amen. but all people can do is complain and and that 's i 'm not preaching on that i 'm using that as an illustration of the Word of God. The Word of God is an indescribable gift; it is the greatest thing that God could have left us, and in fact, it is the only thing he left us. Somebody might say, yeah, but I I, I got the Holy Ghost. Well, you wouldn't even know about the Holy Spirit if it weren't for the Word of God. Yeah, but I, I I got Jesus. You wouldn't even know about Jesus if it weren't for the Word of God. So it's all about the Word. And then, how many people When they do hear some word, they're not taught to take action on it. Just on the way over here. I heard Kenneth Hagin in my car say, uh, the word of God grows as we feed it and exercise our faith. Or excuse me, faith grows as we feed on the word of God and exercise our faith. So think about it. And I could name some names. But, you know, famous guy on TV. I know exactly where he got his theology. He got it from Kenneth Hagin, but he's not teaching it that way. I mean, I could name names. They're leaving out part of what they were taught. And it becomes a circus act. You prophesy over me, and I'll prophesy over you. And I declare in the name of Jesus. I heard this with my own ears down at the tarrant county convention center i prophesy in the name of jesus christ of nazareth everybody's going to be a billionaire you know i know satan knows everybody knows that's that's not going to happen that's right. That's right. i guess it could theoretically happen the way they're printing money but <laughs> and but people no, people just not everybody's going to work that hard and even if somebody got a billion dollars they're not going to manage it right it's just not going to happen but you understand the flip side of what I'm talking about is because we, t- we teach taking action well that's, that's the sandpaper that's the, that's the issue that's the problem because now we're, we're talking about that four letter word W-O-R-K in other words I got to do something I don't don't want to go there you know he's telling them I got to do something well of course you got to do something amen you want a happy home you got to do something you want a better marriage you got to do something you want more money you got to do something amen and this this is true in the natural and it's true in the supernatural so faith doesn't ask for possible things faith is demanding the impossible I think people think we're crazy because we're believing for impossible stuff. There's no point in believing God for possible stuff. Amen. I don't know if you have figured this out, but he actually will not do for you what you can do for yourself. Amen. Right. Amen. You know, today I sat down and I, I owed three bills and I sat down and I wrote the checks out and I put them in the envelope and licked the envelope, put the stamp on he's not going to come by and say look I'll do that for you anything I can do for myself he won't help me with he he lives and breathes and dwells in the realm of the impossible and there's only one point really of knowing God is to connect to the impossible Do you understand because if, if I'm just doing possible stuff, I don't need God. So faith doesn't ask for possible things. Faith is demanding the impossible. So prayer is never for the possible, but always for the thing that is out of reason. And that's why when you tell testimonies to people outside your tribe, people think you're crazy. Well, that, that's impossible. Well, of course, that's why I'm calling it a testimony. It is God... Who is at work with us, in us, and for us. Say it out loud. It is God, it is God who, is who is at work with us, with us in, us, in us, and us, and for us. Romans 8, 32. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all. How will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? Somebody say all things. All things. So when you pray, when you, when you pray in faith, you're launching out into the realm of the impossible just like Abraham did when he believed God for a son and and he was too old to have a son and his wife was too old to have a son you're not asking God for something you can do for yourself but you're asking God for something that's beyond reason it's not reasonable you know people have said to me over the years well that's not reasonable that's why I need God that's why I'm praying amen then you refuse to take counsel with fear or to entertain a single doubt. Now the hardest battles we've ever fought have been along this line. The greatest battles we've ever won have been those that seem the most impossible. God thrives on impossible. And the bigger the impossible, the more God thrives on it. Because if you believe God for five bucks and and five bucks comes across your hands, well, how likely are you to, get, to stop and lift your hands and give God credit, glory, and honor for five bucks? Because you could come across five bucks on your own. That's right. But when, when, some, when God does something impossible, Amen. you stop. Amen. You lift your hands. You give God the credit, the glory, and the honor because you know only God could have done that. Amen. Amen. Do you see it?
0: Amen.
1: So he, he thrives undoing the impossible in our lives. We hold fast to our confession and the word is made good in our lives. It's only when we hold fast to our confession that the word is made good in our lives. You look at us today and to many of you it seems like we have crazy faith. Well it only looks that way because we have proved this out over and over and over again. Our Father God we know cannot lie And when we boldly confess his word, he meets us there and he grants our requests. He meets us there. At whatever level we can believe him, at whatever level we confess his word, and whatever level we take action on his word, he meets us there. And that's why we're constantly saying, you have to start. Because, you know, we started. That's why I tell these ridiculous stories, like about the car stopping. I just heard that Why I watched the third part of the 2020 Holy Week revival this morning, and I told the story about the El Dorado, the cutting out, must have been electrical. I don't know what it was, just cut out, and I'm, I put Sue in the driver's seat, and I'm pushing the car down the ramp. I mean, why do we tell these stories? So you know we didn't like pop out of the womb looking like this. In other words, we, we had to start we had to start see and and when you start and you hear the word and you confess the word and you take action on the word of God at the start level well God will meet you there and and people want you know they want to hear the word and go to the PhD level like in a week it doesn't work like that you you have to work your way through these things and prove it out to yourself prove it out to yourself amen and then what happens is over time see as, as you build your faith by feeding on the word of God and exercising your faith now this is the most important thing you could hear in your life as you build your faith by feeding your faith on the word of God and by exercising your faith and taking action on the word of God Satan's influence in your life wanes and that's when it looks like to others you're crazy because you just don't fear anything. You fear nothing because you have, fed, you have so fed your spirit man on the word of God and you have so strengthened yourself by exercising your faith. And so you've proven the word of God here, and you've proven the word of God there, and you've proven the word of God in your money, and you've proven the word of God on the job, and you've proven the word of God in your body. And so Satan's influence wanes because he comes by with whatever he's got rolling out, Fauci or whatever. And you're like, you know, so what? That that doesn't have anything to do with me. Say it out loud. That doesn't doesn't have anything to do with me. Because death and life are where? In the power of the the tongue. Not the Ouija board. Not pronouncements from the White House and I don't care who's in power. So you've heard it say a thousand times, God will meet you at whatever level you can believe him at. So never give in. Tell your neighbor, "Never never give in. Tell the neighbor on the other side, don't ever give in. You know that you and God are masters of the situation. Never for a moment lose your confession of your supremacy over the works of the adversary, that is Satan, because Satan is defeated. Right. Say it out loud. Satan is, defeated. Satan
0: is defeated.
1: Say it again. Satan is defeated. Satan is defeated. What does Paul say about Jesus and the devil and his demon co- cohorts? Look at Colossians two fifteen. And having disarmed, what tense is disarmed? Talk to me. What tense is disarmed? and having disarmed the powers and authorities jesus made a public spectacle of them triumphing over them by the cross say it out loud 5 times the devil is defeated the devil is defeated
0: the devil is defeated the devil is defeated the devil is defeated amen amen amen
1: one translation says jesus put to naught every work of satan on Calvary's cross and then there's colossians 1:13 and 14 for he has rescued us what tense is that rescued us for he has res- say loud, rescued. rescued. say it out loud I've been rescued say it out loud I've been delivered see so it's not a matter of God is going to do something or God is fixing to do something you got to eradicate all that from your vocabulary Amen. now he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us what tense has brought us now what I'm about to say is crazy. I know it. But I am, I am just as much in the kingdom of God right here where I stand as I will be a week or a month after I pass over and cross over to the other side. I am just as much in the kingdom where I stand See, this changes your whole thinking process. And Jesus is just as much Lord of all here tonight as he's going to be during the millennial reign. See, in other words, it's not like something's going to happen. The only thing that's going to happen is we're going to see the light and wake up. and, And stop taking whatever the devil's handing out. For he has rescued us from the dominion of darkness and brought us, King James says, translated us into the kingdom of the son he loves in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So by faith, we are to walk in what Jesus has already done for us. By faith, we are to walk in what Jesus has already done for us. By faith, we are to walk in. And I love that sentence. Walk in is action. By faith, we are to walk in what Jesus has already done for us. He already did the work So we got Bernie Sandersism in the church and and people think that it doesn't matter what I do or what, how, how I pray or whether I tithe it out or whether I go to church or whatever. That, that I'm going to get what God wants for me to have. I'm going to get what God has predestined for me to have. This is horse hooey. This is utter, complete nonsense. See, our job is by faith to walk in what Jesus has already done for us. By faith, we walk in what Jesus has already done for us. Now, you know how to do this in the natural. You know how to do this in the natural. Policeman stops you and says, uh, will you come with us? No. You have a a warrant? No. No. Somebody knocks on your door, cop knocks on your door. We want to come in and look around. No. You, see, you know how to do this in the natural. But we just let Satan roll over us in the spiritual. Come on, come on. Here's this symptom. <laughs> no. Well, everybody's got it. <laughs> no. That didn't have anything to do with me. Amen. See? And you might say, if you're if you're inclined to be, you know, combative, you might say to the policeman that knocks on your door, "This is not Russia." Right. And that's the way you ought to do the devil. You you don't think you can put that off on me, do you? In other words, you might get away with that somewhere else, but you're not going to get away with that here. Right. Yeah. You see, you know how to do this in the natural. Well, we just need to, we just need to buck up and, and do this in the spiritual. That's right. That's right. You might sell that somewhere else, but you're not selling that here.
0: That's right.
1: You might put that off on somebody else, but you're not putting that off on me. You might get somebody else to believe that, but you're not going to get me to believe that. I mean, I read an article the other day in the New York Post, and and they're saying, some scientists, you know, and when it says scientists, you got to genuflect and bow down five times, (laughs) that the the earth has been knocked off its axis is that the right word access access knocked off its axis because of glaciers melting and uh the, too much water on the planet now you have got to be i know we're not supposed to use the word i'm not going to use it i've just decided not to use it but you have got to you have got to have an iq along about 40 or 50 to believe this that the earth has been doing what it's been doing for literally millions of years, and because somebody melted one too many ice cubes, it went off its axis, and now we're jacked up. I mean, but this is the point of people who are biblically illiterate, and they're not believers in Christianity, and they're not feeding on the word of God, AND THEY'RE WATCHING TOO MUCH TV, AND THEY LITERALLY WILL BELIEVE ANYTHING. So what I'm saying is, and I'm, I'm not trying to pick fights on these natural issues. I'm trying to use ridiculous natural issues as an illustration of how, man, we just need to get some steel in our backbone and stand our ground when the devil comes along with whatever he's selling. And that's what they're doing on all this stuff. They're selling, they're selling, they're selling, they're they're selling Marxism, they're selling racism, they're selling COVID, they're selling social, they're just selling. And the devil, that's what the devil's doing, man. The devil's selling poverty. He's selling the curse. We dealt with the curse. He's selling the curse. And we just have to, just have to be smarter than that. And the only way we can be smarter than that is to be well-versed in the word of God. And know what belongs to us. You know what belongs to us? The blessing of Abraham. And know what doesn't belong to us. And you know what doesn't belong to us? Is anything having to do with the curse? It just doesn't belong to us. You know, back up at I-30, I used to use this illustration If FedEx showed up tomorrow or UPS, and they said, here's a box for you. It's got your name on it. And you could tell, you could tell, you could tell because you watch TV and you, you've, you've watched the Science Channel or whatever, and you could tell that's a box of Rattlesnakes. Do you sign for it? It's got your name on it. This is an official truck. It says FedEx. This is an, it's the brown truck with the gold letters. It says U- UPS or or worse this could be the us mail <laughs> the once a week they come by and it's got your name on it sign here no but it's for you no <laughs> That doesn't doesn't have anything to do with me because that's obviously not a blessing you're trying to deliver. That's a curse. I don't want a curse. I've been delivered from the curse. I've been rescued from the dominion of darkness. I've been translated into the kingdom of God's own dear son. See, that doesn't have anything to do with me. By faith, we are to walk in what Jesus has already done for us. Now, See, the point is, he did his part. Now we have to do our part. And it's in Jesus' name that you are a master. You have taken Jesus' place. You are acting in his stead. I learned this from T.L. Osborne. Austin and I, Sue and Austin and I, we act in his stead. He's not here. So we have to... Pray for the sick. And we have to cast out devils. And we have to bear the good news. Because he's not here. We are to act in his stead. I mean, I'm, I feel like I am so alone. My God. You know, we're holding church as normal. And we got, we got churches with the name faith in them down the road. And they still haven't opened up. I'm just amazed I guess I missed that where Jesus wore rubber gloves to pray for the sick I, I, I guess that's over here in the book of Hezekiah where he, he wore a mask because there was some kind of pandemic going on what kind of spirit have they got In the middle of Austin's message Sunday, I texted Aaron and I said, Who's this guy sitting on this row? Sharp guy. Aaron texted right back, knew exactly. He said, Well, he's been com- he started coming when you were in Miami the first Sunday, and he's been coming all the time. He's coming because we're teaching faith. Amen. And, and, and we're open. Amen. Amen. All of you folks in all the states and around the world, Texas is open. Faith Christian Center is open. We're teaching the Word of God. Hallelujah. And, and there's not any fear in the place. Hallelujah. Because the curse, the curse that is in the world doesn't have anything to do with us. And even if somebody happens to get it, it's just going to bounce right off them after a day or two. And then they're going to have naturally acquired immunity, which which beats whatever they're peddling out here. Amen. 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 Shout it out loud five times. I am, I am not afraid. 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 So fearlessly take your place in Christ. Yes. Amen. I said, fearlessly take your place in Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, it's a blast. We're preaching one night in Mexico City. And uh, I've been watching this guy about six, seven, eight rows back for two or three nights, and I kept waiting for him to come because I, I could tell he had a devil. And uh, two or three, four nights into this meeting, sure enough, he came up in the line. And uh, and so you know, we were doing a general thing, so I'm praying for the sick and casting devils out, praying for the sick, one line. And so I come up to him and uh, There were two devils in a row, weren't there? There were two devils in a row. And I spoke to the first one, and he, he swung at me, and he hit the interpreter. I, 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 I had more God. So and I just, and he hit the interpreter, and I turned to Sue and I said, We are having a good time in Mexico City tonight. You know, I love it. I love it when things are popping. Yeah. But fearlessly take your place because I didn't quit. I didn't call a taxi. We didn't leave. I I stood my ground.
0: Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: And that one was resistant. That's the one that I said, if you do not obey me, I will testify against you in the last day that I spoke to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth and commanded you to come out and you refused to come out and I will testify against you and like that he came out because they're not afraid of us they're afraid of God they're afraid of the name of Jesus so I'm saying tonight fearlessly take your place and, and there might be a moment or two that it looks like you know uh, it ain't working Let's, I hate to use that terminology but you know the devil, when the devil squats, he gets to thinking it's his. Right. When, when he squats in your wallet, when he squats in your money, when he squats in your body, when he squats in your marriage, he, whatever, wherever he's squatting, he gets to thinking it's his. Right. And so that's why there's resistance. You see this even in the Bible. When Jesus cast the legion out, they, 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 they were concerned about, well, where are we going to go next? They didn't want to be cast out. So you stand your ground. Amen. Right. You don't quit. You don't give in. You don't give in. That's right. you don't give in. Amen. I said you don't give in. Amen. Fearlessly, you stand your ground.
0: Amen.
1: Fearlessly. You exercise your authority fearlessly. You stand for what Jesus has already done. See, he's done the work. So we stand our ground. And Jesus has already met defeat and conquered it on your behalf. And because of the victory he won on your behalf, now you are facing defeat as a master and you are facing a defeated foe he is already defeated Amen. so don't let down never give in and keep up your solid front let's deal with solid front and then I'll have to quit Philippians 1 27, 28 whatever happens Say, whatever happens. Whatever happens, happens, conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit contending as one man for the faith of the gospel without being frightened. Say it out loud. Without being frightened without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you, this is a sign to them that they will be destroyed, but that you will be saved in that by God. Weymouth's translation, Colossians 2, 5 says, Yet in spirit I am present with you and am delighted to witness your good discipline and the solid front presented by your faith in Christ. That's it. You present a solid front. You have to do this in your home. Here's an illustration. Anybody have children? Let me see your hand if you have children. So your children come to mommy, and, or, and they say, mommy, can I do this? And mommy says, no. So what do children do? They go to daddy. Or they go to daddy, and they say, daddy, can I have this? And daddy says, no. Then what do they do? They go to mommy. And if you have watched the successful marriage seminar, or if you've learned some lessons of marriage, what do you learn to do with your children? You learn to present what? A united front. And you learn to say, what'd your mom say? Amen. That's, right. that's, that's right. what I, I did my the whole time they were growing up. What'd your mom say? Amen. Yep. And then they tell me what mom said. Well, that's the, that's the way it is. Amen. A united front. But here we're talking about a solid front. But we're still, it's still a united front. I'm united with what? I'm united with the word of God. See, I'm not going to veer off the Word of God because if I veer off the Word of God, I'm going to have non-Word of God results. But if I will present to the devil a united front with the Word of God, I'm going to get Word of God results. And again, any of this stuff, it's not like magic. doesn't happen in three minutes. like you microwave popcorn in your microwave at two minutes. In other words, it can take time. And the bigger the issue, the little bit more time it can take. And if you have allowed the devil to squat, that's why in my later years, I have gotten to be a fanatic on don't let him in. Amen. Because if I will instantly deal with him and run him out, then I don't have to try and deal with the squatter. That's right. That's right. Because once he goes to squatting, well, now then... I'm gonna, it's going to take a little bit of effort spiritual effort and I'm going to have to be patient if Jesus had to quote the word to the devil three times to get the devil to leave Jesus alone why would we think we can get the devil to leave us alone without at least that much effort Amen. so it might take a moment or two but my point is you present a solid front Yet in spirit, I am present with you and I'm delighted to witness your good discipline and the solid front presented by your faith in Christ. So, your faith is the solid front to be presented to your enemy. You literally can't, then, then you can't be conquered. You can't be conquered. You can have a setback, you can have a bad week, you can have a bad month, you can have a bad quarter, uh, you can have symptoms to overcome but you can't be conquered. Amen. I said, you cannot be conquered. Amen. Shout out loud five times, I cannot, I, cannot I cannot be conquered. 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 See, in all these circumstances, your spirit man fed, because you have fed on the word of God, because you have exercised your faith by taking action on the word of God. In every circumstance, your spirit man is whispering, no, in all these things, I'm more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. No, in all these things, I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus every disease is of the adversary satan all kinds of sin are of the adversary satan all opposition to the glad tidings of the gospel is of the adversary satan like we talked about sunday john 10:10 10, 10, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy but i have come that you might have life and that you might have life more abundantly so if it's not life it's it's not god in every circumstance your spirit is whispering god and i are victors amen say it out loud shout it out loud God and I are victors victors. amen you keep saying to yourself greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world there's no need that is greater than our Lord there's no lack that he cannot meet there's no situation he cannot overcome This indomitable will that God has wrought in you cannot be overwhelmed or conquered. We are victors in Christ. Shout out loud five times, we are victors in Christ. 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 Christ. See, that's what so grieved me, to hear a man call me his brother in Christ, but then to hear what was coming out of his mouth. See, I can't make anybody do anything. You know, but I'd like to, you know, be like be in the rodeo and lasso him and bring him down here and strap him to a chair for six months. <laughs> see? And he'd learn. I'm a victor in Christ. But see, we can't make anybody do anything. We have to apply ourselves to wisdom. We have to apply ourselves to wisdom. Psalm 84 7, they go, says of us, Psalm 84 7 says of us, they go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. I love that. They go, we go from strength to strength until each of us appears before the Lord in Zion. Say it out loud. We go go from strength to strength strength until until each of us appears us appears before the Lord in Zion. So your challenges may not be my challenges, and my challenges may not be your challenges, but we go from strength to strength until we appear before the Lord in Zion. From strength to strength. Not from butt whipping to butt whipping. I said we go from strength to strength. Amen. 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 We are victors in Christ. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 is God speaking to us. But thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Shout it out loud. Thanks be, thanks be unto God. He gives us the victory, he gives us the victory. through our Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ. I mean you have got to hunt and search to find defeat in the word of God. And people always go to the book of Job, but he ended up with twice what he started with and a brand spanking new wife that was not a doubt peddler and had her mouth full of negative talk telling him to go die and all of that.
0: That's
1: right. Amen. 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 Now some of these women are looking at me ornery, Sue. (laughs) Well, don't tell your husband to go die. We are victors in Christ, 2 Corinthians 2:14. 2, but thanks be unto God, who always leads us in triumphal procession in Christ. Say it out loud. Thanks be unto God, be unto God. who always leads us always in, in triumphal, triumphal procession triumphal in triumphal Christ. Christ. So where's the defeat? Christ. I said, where's the defeat? There is none. I said, where's the defeat? There is none. And through us spreads everywhere the fragrance of the knowledge of Him. For we are to God, for we are to God the aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. To the one we are the smell of death. To the other the fragrance of life. You wonder why people either love you or hate you. Because you have the fragrance of Jesus Christ and eternal life about you. So remember who and what you are. You are a new creation in Christ Jesus. You are a branch of the vine. You are an heir of God and a joint heir with the Lord Jesus Christ. You are united with him. You and he are one. And he is the greater one that lives on the inside of you. And there is no such thing as Satan conquering God when his instrument refuses to admit that the enemy can overwhelm him. And you are that instrument. You are God on the earth. Don't you understand? You are God on the earth. You are you are the flesh of God on the earth. Amen. You know, I, up at I-30 once, I thirty once, I somebody came to me and and they were confessing why they couldn't do what we were teaching and rehearsing to me what they had been. And I grabbed them by the shoulders and I looked them in the eye and I said. You are forgiven of every sin you have ever committed. And somebody overheard that and, and chastised me, and I said, "I, like you, on occasion and the face of God. People need, on occasion. We don't run around doing this willy-nilly, but on occasion, they need to see some God. on occasion. Because the devil's been beating them up, the devil's been tell- reminding them of what they were and what they did, and the devil's been telling them that what works for Pastor Gene and Pastor Gene and Sue won't work for them. And the devil's a liar, and they need they, God needs a face, Amen. somebody come along and say, "You're forgiven, God loves you." The word will work for you just like the word works for me because God is no respecter of persons. Way's translation of Philippians 4.11 says, I have learned in whatsoever state I am in therein to be independent of circumstances. And I love that. And that's what we teach here at Faith Christian Center. That's what we want you to be, independent of circumstances. We want you to live your life in such a way to where they can announce the next virus and you're independent of the circumstances. Interest rates go up. You're independent of the circumstances. The stock market goes down. You're independent of the circumstances. See, that is the goal, that you live your life in such a way that over time you become independent of the circumstances. Amen. And they can do whatever they want to do man, they can do whatever they want to do, they can do whatever they want to do, they can do whatever they want to do, do, want to do. and you're independent of the circumstances. Amen. Because you see, you see, you're smart, you read, you know what's going on. They're, they're This whole thing's being engineered. There was a a man, a a healthcare executive, and dropped a kid off at the prom in Nashville, and and somebody there was making fun of somebody else there because of the way they were dressed, and this gets videotaped, and then that executive gets doxed, and then he loses his job, and uh, this is where it's all headed, man. If you don't agree with this, if you don't agree with that, if you don't go along with this, if you don't go along with that. Uh, But see, this is why we're teaching and preaching to believe God and get credit card debt paid off, get the automobile bill debt paid off, get your house paid off, and then, you know, they can, they, it doesn't matter what they do.
0: Amen. Amen. That's right.
1: Amen. Amen. Because you're independent of the circumstances. Amen. 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 Now, the Bible does say, I read it just last night. That was this morning. That when the times are evil, the prudent man stays quiet. So maybe we ought not just be blabbing everything we believe all over social media. Amen. 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 And then I read this this afternoon and I'll quit with this. My God, I wish we could all get to this level. I'd never noticed this. Jonah. He didn't really want to preach in Nineveh because he knew God was merciful and compassionate and and he figured, well, they might believe him, and they might repent, and then God wouldn't destroy the city. And, you know, God, I mean, Nine, uh, J- Jonah, man, he, he I don't know what he had against the Ninevites, but, man, he wanted them to suffer. <laughs> and so, you know, he ran away from God. And you know the story. they They got caught in the storm, and they realized it was him because he had displeased God, and they threw him overboard, and he was swallowed by a whale. But get this, with all of that, It never caught my attention until this afternoon. Jonah, and you you realize, right, just because you're there by the will of God doesn't mean it's all great. You got digestive juices working, no telling what kind of bad breath this whale has got. You know what I'm saying? I mean, in other words, it wasn't like camping at the Four Seasons. (laughs) And he's swallowed by the whale and he's in the belly of the whale and he says, I will again see the temple of God. That's where we need to get to to where we have been swallowed by some disgusting critter and the stomach acids are working on us and the stench and the stink and the slime is all around us and, and the darkness and there's no light and it looks like this is the end that we will be so full of the word of God and so full of the spirit of God and so full of faith in God we will open our mouths and we will say I will again see the temple of God. Yeah. Hallelujah. And the whale burped him up. Hallelujah.
0: Thank you for listening to this life-changing message. To partner with us and to help us reach more people with the good news of the gospel, visit our website at faithchristiancenter.com. Your financial support is enabling us to reach more people than ever before. If you have never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or send an email to info at faithchristiancenter.com. Remember to put God first in every area of your life because he loves you and has a wonderful plan for you. And don't forget, we walk by faith, not by sight.